This is Pastor Cody Sturgill. I'm so thankful you're listening today. The Bible commissions us to keep our heart with all diligence. Keeping your heart is a daily work. We need to daily fill our minds with God's Word. Join me as we hear a Bible message from the pulpit of Chilhowee Baptist Church. Take your Bibles and go with me to the Psalm, Psalm 63, and the Lord leads. We'll be picking back up in the book of Mark. Enjoyed some great lessons from the book of Mark on Sunday and Wednesday night. And uh, I encourage you, if you miss messages in these series, you can get them online, BoilingSpringsBaptistChurch.com, and also on Facebook. And uh, some great things the Lord's teaching us through the book of Mark. Today, I feel led of the Lord to go to Psalm 63, and this is a passage of Scripture that the Lord has used in many many ways, many times, to encourage and help me, and I believe in turn will do the same thing for you as we see God's Word. We find David, the writer of this psalm, writing about his relationship and his situation with his son Absalom. Absalom is David's son. Absalom is an adult son. David is the king of Israel. Absalom has risen in power in his father's kingdom, the nation of Israel, and has become a great rebel. He's gathered a group of people against his father and now has ran his father, King David. David, the man after God's own heart. David, who slew Goliath. David, who's been mightily used of God. Uh, He's run David off of his throne. And David has come to a place where he can't trust anybody. And his whole life, the way life was, has just come to a screeching halt. And he's hiding. And he writes these words, hiding in the wilderness of Judah after running for his life when his own son has broken his heart and betrayed him. The Bible says in verse 1 of Psalm 63, O God, thou art my God, early will I seek thee. My soul thirsteth for thee, my flesh longeth for thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is, to see thy power and thy glory, so as I have seen thee in the sanctuary. Because thy loving kindness is better than life, my lips shall praise thee. Thus will I bless thee while I live. I will lift up my hands in thy name. My soul shall be satisfied as with morrow and fatness, and my mouth shall praise thee with joyful lips. When I remember thee upon my bed and meditate on thee in the night watches. Because thou hast been my help, therefore in the shadow of thy wings will I rejoice. My soul followeth hard after thee. Thy right hand upholdeth me. But those that seek my soul to destroy it shall go into the lower parts of the earth. They shall fall by the sword. They shall be a portion for foxes. But the king shall rejoice in God. Everyone that sweareth by him shall glory, but the mouth of them that speak lies shall be stopped. Verse number 3, if you look with me this morning, the Bible says, Because thy loving kindness is better than life, my lips shall praise thee. At a moment in David's life, when you think the last words that will ever come out of his mouth is praise to God, he says, I'm going to praise the Lord. And here is why. Because thy loving kindness is better than life, my lips shall praise thee. And I've been thinking a lot 
in the last 24 hours specifically about this little phrase, better than life. Better than life. I'll just have you know something about David. David had his ups and downs through life, and it was continuing now, but David had found himself in the day before he was betrayed by Absalom in a pretty sweet spot as far as life was concerned. He was the king of Israel. David had become established as the king. He sat on the throne of Israel. The entire nation uh, worshipped at his, basically worshipped at his feet. They were worshipping God, but he was the leader. He was the head. He had all the privilege of a Middle Eastern king. When David wanted something to eat, he got what he wanted. When David wanted some type of pleasure, he got what he wanted. If David wanted a different kind of house, he got what he wanted. If David wanted a different kind of surrounding, he got what he wanted. David, as far as life was concerned, David had life the way he wanted it. But on this day, when Absalom follows through with his deceptive, evil heart to betray his father, life for David changes. But I want you to notice something about David's demeanor. When you read Psalm 63, as depressing and as difficult as the moment is in David's life, as he goes through this difficult time, being the man after God's own heart, we don't see despair. We do not see devastation. We see hope. And I believe the key to David's hope in the midst of a deep, dark moment in life was that he esteemed something greater than life. He found out that there's something better than life, better than the circumstances of life, better than the comforts of life, better than the materials of life, better than the relationships of life. He found something that was better than life. He says, I'm going to praise the Lord because... And you can see him look to heaven. Because thy loving kindness is better than life. I don't know if you've noticed this, but there are certain people who have beautiful things in life, but for some reason they're not able to enjoy them. I've been around folks who buy new cars, and they buy a new car, and they can't even rest thinking something might happen to that new car. I'll just tell you, I'm all for taking care of things and being responsible. But there's a fine line there, is there not? I remember a guy buying a brand new Corvette. He was so afraid. He was so afraid to get it dirty or to get a chip of paint knocked out of it or to spill something on the carpet that he never drove it, finally. After about a year of fretting and worrying, he just sold the thing because he just couldn't enjoy it. Because he's afraid it might not be perfect. I want you to know something. I don't know about you, but I've looked at my own life, and I'm trying to be good, and I'm trying to do right, and I'm trying to keep things neat and clean and orderly, but my life is not perfect. My circumstances aren't perfect. My health isn't perfect. My figure's not perfect. (laughs) 
My intellect is not perfect. The circumstances of my life are not perfect. And yours aren't either. I want you to know something about your life. You'll have the opportunity to enjoy your life and enjoy the moments in your life if you'll come to the place when you realize that what's perfect in my life is not what determines whether or not I'm happy. And what's going on in my life and the circumstances of life is not the determining factor in what satisfies me and pleases me. Folks, we can enjoy our lives if we would get to the place where we understand that in a life of an imperfect, sinful Christian person, the life that we lead is not going to be perfect. But it's going to be blessed by God, and we can rest in the Lord. And we can have something that's better than life. You see, if we try to protect everything, if we try to overguard and protect our lives and the circumstance of our lives, and we worry, what if this happens? We worry, what if that happens? Or we fret over this outcome or that outcome, most things of which our worries never come to pass. We need to learn something from David today. His whole life, I mean, everything he knew, family problems, financial problems, He got evicted from his home. He got evicted from his nation. (laughs) He lost his job all the same day. As he hides in the wilderness of Judah and he puts things into perspective, he says, Lord, because thy loving kindness is better than life, my lips shall praise thee. We worry so much about what might happen. And we forget that we worship and serve and live for a perfect, loving God who is orchestrating the events of our lives to bring glory to Himself and to satisfy and please us, His people, and make us the best that we could possibly be. And David said, I don't get this, and I don't understand this, and if I could choose it my own way, I wouldn't pick this circumstance. He says, but I'm going to praise you anyway, Lord, because your loving kindness is better than life. Your loving kindness is better than life. What can we learn from David today in light of this? Man, he has had a rough couple days. But he's learned something that he can look up and he can be joyful and he can have peace of God and he can enjoy life when he realizes that God is better than life. His relationship to God is better than the circumstance of life. The love of God is better than anything that this life could have possibly offered. I heard this lyric in a song just yesterday, and it helped me. The song lyric went like this. When you can't see God's hand, it's like you see, it's like God's taking his hand off. Man, this is rough. When you can't see God's hand, trust his heart, and God loves you, and God is working on our behalf, and God is moving and orchestrating the events of life in perfect harmony. All things work together for good to them that love God. And if we put our trust in the Lord and we love God more than anything else, 
which is what he asked us to do, right? And we can rest in the events of life. We can rest in the good times. We can rest in the bad times. We can rest knowing that there's something better than life. It's our Lord. And it's his love for us. When you can't see his hand, trust his heart. He loves us. In light of this fact, in light of there's something better than life, what should we do? The first thing we should do is we should praise the Lord. If you find yourself in a difficult moment, in a difficult circumstance, praise the Lord anyway. I don't know if you're like me, but there have been moments in my existence when I didn't want to praise the Lord. I didn't like what I was going through, but I was reminded of by the Lord that in moments like these, you need to thank me. I say, okay, Lord, give me something to thank you for. The next thing you know, God who communes with our spirit will show you something to be thankful for. And you say, thank you, Lord, for that. You say, thank you, Lord, for this. And thank you, Lord, for another thing. I was in the hospital late the other night with one of our dear men. He'd had a, one of the most difficult days of his life. We sat in the hospital together, and he was a little bit weepy and upset. He began, I watched it. I didn't encourage it. I just watched it. He thought of something. He thought of all the years that he'd had good health. And he looked at me and said, now, that's something I can thank God for. <laughs> and as if I wasn't in the room, he said, thank you, Lord, for all these years of good health. Preacher, that's something I can be thankful for. And he found another and another. And you know what happened? He encouraged himself in the Lord. And God blessed. Did the circumstance say, no, it's still terrible. But the spirit of the Christian is not determinate on what's going on and the circumstances of life. The spirit and the joy of the Christian is determined by the faithfulness of God. And when we consider the faithfulness of God, our demeanor and our joy and our satisfaction and our peace does not ever have to wane. Because God's faithful. Isn't it wonderful? Thank you for listening to Keep Thy Heart Daily. Keep Thy Heart Daily is a ministry of Chilhowee Baptist Church in Chilhowee, Virginia. To learn more about the ministries of Chilhowee Baptist Church, check us out at chilhoweebaptistchurch.com. If you'd like to financially support Keep Thy Heart Daily, please send your gift to Chilhowee Baptist Church, P.O. Box 838, Chilhowee, Virginia, 24319.